Welcome to the CJB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we talk to Blue Bomber defensive back Marcus Sales about playing in the snow and the game coming up against Montreal Saturday. Also, Dr. Connor McLennan, Winnipeg Ice Ford, as they are on a bus heading to Alberta right now. And Rick Moffat, voice of the Alouettes, helps us preview the game from that angle on the podcast. We are less than 48 hours away from the start of Saturday's game between Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Montreal Alouettes. And to help preview the action, we're joined by defensive back Marcus Sales of the Blue Bombers. Marcus, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. We talked uh, just before the Hamilton game in our pregame interview about, oh, it's getting a little chillier. And it was like eight degrees that night. How, what do you think of this weather now? Yeah, it's gotten a little bit chillier, but, you know, we can't let that affect our game. You know, we you know, we kind of think of it as like uh, one of our field advantages for, you know, a team that, you know, probably isn't practicing in the same weather that comes to our field, you know, in front of our fans and then have to deal with the weather on top of it. So, I mean, we've been practicing it and it's been snowing and snowing right now. So we're, we're just before it and we'll be fine. Is this what we call football weather? Yes, yeah, it's, it's more than football, football weather. It's, it's playoff weather and, you know, this is just what we, what we signed up for and we're, we're going to be prepared for it. <laughs> How does it affect the footing? Uh, I mean, you know, the, the ball, the ball game is going to be different. You know, the quarterback, you know, going to have to throw the ball a little bit different. It's going to be slippery. You know, the kicking game is going to be a little bit different depending on where the weather is going to be at. So, I mean, field position is going to play, play a key part. Special teams is going to play a key part. And you know, we just we just got to make sure after you know we secure the ball, we just got to make sure we keep doing what we need to do. Now, you didn't get the win on Saturday, but were you happy with what the defense was able to do? Yeah, that was that, looking back on it on film. You know, that was one of our better defensive games. You know, the you know Sass didn't really score until the fourth quarter, and that was one of the situations where we had to take a chance on a play. And you know, they were just able to capitalize it. But in, overall, and looking at the total game, you know, we we played pretty solid. Um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't enough. So we we just got to find a way to you know get the ball back in our hands. You know, we didn't have any uh, takeaways, and you know, we we those are going to be the reasons why. You know, we win games down the road, especially in the playoffs. So takeaways is a big part. And we just got to come up with more opportunities. Like when balls are tipped in the air, somebody's got to come down with it. You know, when balls are, you know, rolling around on the ground, especially now that the ball's going to be wet because of the snow, we just got to find a way to come up with it to help our offense stay on the field. So what were you able to correct from what went wrong in Montreal and what went wrong against Hamilton and do better against Saskatchewan? You know, Montreal is a good team. You know, they have players that, you know, are able to make plays, tall receivers that are able to come up with jump ball opportunities. And, you know, we feel, we feel like we, we just, we got lax. And we, we didn't do, we didn't execute, you know, the, the simple assignments that we had to do early in the game. So coming back into this game, you know, we, we have, you know, kind of a simple game plan. We just got to make sure, you know, Vernon Adams, you know, he's, he's flustered and he, we take away his first read and, you know, they didn't run the ball on us so much um, last game, so we feel like they're not fit. I mean, they might do it a little bit more just because of the weather, but we, we feel like, you know, our D-line is really good and solid. We just got to hold up on the back end. No explosion pit, no explosion plays, and, you know, just stay solid and take the take the ball away and get the opportunity to. That was a few weeks ago now that that Montreal game happened, but you still mad about how it went down? Yeah, you know, we, we, don't, we don't look at, you know, that game and just think that, you know, they just come away with us, you know, because they – was one of the, you know, biggest comebacks in, you know, CFL history, most likely. So, 
you know, we feel like we owe them one, and we just, we just got to make sure we give it to them because, you know, they, they slipped out of our hands because we were up, I don't know, a little over 21, I guess, by the uh, by halftime. So in games like that, when our offense put a bunch of points on the board, we just got to find, find a way as a defense to, you know, hold them out and shut them down, you know, when it counts. And then that comes just back with, you know, us being fundamentally sound with what we got to do and just coming up with some takeaways. So you got three games left before the playoffs. How important is it to turn this thing around? Is, is, is really important. You know, this is a, a time of the season where, you know, playing perfect football is, is the, most, the most important. You know, you know we have did, uh, Montreal and then, you know, Calgary two times. And, you know, they're all the opponents, all teams that are already playoff bound. So us, you know, going out there and doing what we need to do this game is going to just be a tone setter for the, you know, two games that we come got coming up um, after uh, Montreal. So, you know, this, this is important. And, you know, seeking all to play the part, part in it too. So, I mean, we're just happy to, you know, go out in front of our fans this week, you know, take care of what we got to do. So. How do you make sure you don't get too cold on the sideline? <laughs> you know, our, our, tra- our training staff is going to make sure we go that. They don't have the jackets and the, the heaters, but we'll be fine. I told you that. The weather can't play too much of a part because, you know, we've been practicing in it already. But, you know, it's going to be cold, but we'll, we'll have the head, the head strength for that already. <laughs> Are you a sleeves guy or no sleeves? Me um, personally, I'm a sleeves guy. I'm not from from Georgia, so this is still a little cold to me, but it's, I'm not going to let that affect my game. <laughs> well, Marcus, I appreciate your time tonight, and good luck this weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now it's time to enter the freezer, as I'm calling our weekly Winnipeg Ice segment. Change my mind. You can. That's fine. That's not, not sticking hard to that. But anyway, Thursdays at 8.30 on the CGP Sports Show, we're doing weekly segments on the Winnipeg Ice. And this week, we talked to Connor McLennan, 17 years old, from Wainwright, Alberta, into his second full season with the ice, having put up 14 goals, 15 assists in 46 games last year. Now this year, the second overall pick in the 2017 Bantam Draft is an assistant captain, has a goal and three assists in seven games. And I talked to him yesterday before the team hopped on a bus for Medicine Hat. So uh, where are you right now? I uh, just had a buddy's, actually. We uh, have a team dinner tonight and uh, just uh, getting changed to go to that. And you've got uh, a bus ride coming up in your near future. Yeah, we got a 10-and-a-half-hour bus ride tomorrow. Hopefully the weather holds up for us to get to Medicine Hat. What do you like most about long bus rides like that? Um, it's just a spot where all the guys can kind of bond, play some cards. Um, obviously, there's some new faces on the team, so uh, you can get familiar with them pretty easily on on the long bus ride, so it's good. Now, tell me what happened last weekend. You get home, and you get two home games back-to-back. You don't score at all. What happened? Um, we have some areas to clean up. We uh, we weren't getting to the net. We were getting lots of shots, but uh, we, weren't, we weren't getting in front of the eyes. Obviously, the goalies are really good in this league, so... The more you can get in front of them, the harder it is to stop. If they can see it, they're going to stop it. So that was one area we worked on this week at practice. So you got Medicine Hat Friday. You've got uh, Swift Current Saturday. Those two tough games? Yeah, they're, they're two good teams that are playing well right now. So we're going to have to come ready to play. We've obviously had some success on the road so far. So we're just going to try and look to carry that on to this weekend. You were recently named to the uh, NHL Scouting Bureau's Players to Watch list. Is that something that you pay attention to during the season? Um, I try not to worry about it too much. Um, it's uh, I obviously noticed it. It's uh, pretty cool to be recognized like that. 
but I'm just going to try and keep working hard and uh, hopefully make things get better for sure. What do you feel is the biggest strength of your game and maybe the biggest thing you need to work on? Uh, my strengths probably um, the way I see the ice. I think my vision and my skating is probably my biggest attribute. And then uh, this year I've really been working on trying to be reliable on both ends of the ice, um, playing with playing in the last minute if we're defending a goal and then uh, being on the ice if we need a goal as well. And what about weakness? Uh, my weakness is just playing in the defensive zone. I, I think that's one area everyone can work on, but that's one thing I've I've really had to work on this year, just uh, get the coach's trust, uh, put me out there in key situations. How? What was the process like for you as the team moved from Cranbrook to Winnipeg? Um, it's obviously a, a big change, moving into a new billet family, um, coming to a bigger city. Uh, obviously, Cranbrook's a little bit smaller in Winnipeg, so that was a big adjustment. But uh, I've really enjoyed it here so far, the the community has been really good to us, so uh, just going to hopefully get them some home wins now. Hard to imagine a bigger move from about 20,000 people to 700,000. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty big change, but uh, um, I'm kind of just working with it, I guess. you got to kind of take it day by day and just adjust, and then moving to a new school was obviously something that was challenging, but uh, I've had to do that for five years in a row, so... What is that process like having to change schools so often? Yeah, it's hard. Obviously, a new curriculum here, too, so that's not easy. But um, the school has been really good to us. They've uh, opened us with, or they've welcomed us with open arms, so that's been really helpful for sure. What would you say your best subject is? Uh, my best subject's probably uh, English. Um, I like writing and whatnot, so that's probably my uh, best subject. And not so good? Um, probably math. My my math is probably my uh, biggest biggest thing that needs work. Uh, I'm not very good in math, so I've been trying to get some help with that. Do you find it uh, challenging sometimes to keep up with your studies as you're hitting the road? Um, it's not too bad. The teachers really accommodate it well. They uh, help you out as much as they can, and then if you uh, work hard and do your stuff on the road, it, it really helps just so you stay on top of your work and then you're not behind missing games and, and whatnot. So if you stay on top of it, it's it's pretty easy. Do you get to go home during the summer? Yeah, we get to go home. Uh, last year was March 20th. Hopefully it's not that early this year as we're going to make a run for the postseason this year. So that's uh, one thing I hope to not go home so early. But, yeah, we uh, returned August 25th and uh, left March 20th last year. So a lot of new uh, players on the team this year compared to the unit you had last year. Obviously, Peyton Krebs will be back at some point, but what have you thought of some of the new faces, especially the two European guys that have come over and have done pretty well? Yeah, they're they're both really good guys. Um, uh, I've gotten pretty close with both of them. Nino's English is pretty good, so he's a good guy to talk to about just every, everything. And then uh, Tep's... Uh, Tess's English isn't great, but it's getting better, and uh, he's a good guy. I sit by him in the room, so we get to chat quite a bit together. Well, Connor, I appreciate you taking time to talk to me tonight, and uh, best of luck on the road trip this weekend. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it.
Montreal Alouettes coming to Winnipeg this weekend. So to help preview the game from the Alouettes angle, we're joined by the voice of the Owls, Rick Moffat. Rick, ready for a winter wonderland? Well, I think, uh, you know what, the Alouettes have risen to every challenge, especially against uh, the Western teams, it seems, this year. They've been highly competitive, and whether it's facing the Bombers or Mother Nature or both, I think they're psyched for it. Common wisdom, conventional thinking, would be that a running team would handle poor conditions better, and the Bombers seem to have the advantage on the ground. Would you view it that way, too? Well, William Stanback uh, has been a physical beast in most of the games uh, he's played as well, uh, but uh, there are some some cracks in the armor in the Alouettes' run game. They've had some recent failures uh, on uh, second and short, third and short, uh, fumble-related or not. Uh, they lag on the second and short conversions all season long. There have been some occasions where they've been stopped. They've also got uh, bad news in the Tony Washington done for the year injured in that Calgary game. And uh, so that uh, uh, physically and literally is a big hole to fill at left tackle, although uh, rookie Chris Slugger uh, fulfilled the, uh, the role admirably when he uh, switched over in-game. So, uh, look, Harris versus Standback, you know, at the start of the year, we said that was uh, two potential rushing kings. And, uh, you know, the Owls defense is going to be uh, fired up to try to uh, – make sure that Andrew Harris doesn't have quite as much to talk about. Of course, we can't talk about this game without looking back to the last time these two teams played, and a lot of the Bombers have been asked about it this week, and they've said, you know, that's behind us. We can learn from the good that we did, but, you know, we've played a lot of games since then, so we're not really thinking about it now. But hard not to look back at that one and think of, and from your perspective, I'm sure it was one of the more exciting games you've ever called. Oh, absolutely, without question. Uh, for a regular season game, uh, an epic, historic uh, rally fourth quarter. Uh, and it's interesting, that perspective. I think in some regards, that would have to be the same approach the Alouettes take, too, uh, because uh, there were some teachable moments there when uh, Harris seemed to be running amok and running free for most of the first half, and uh, the Bombers' offense moved the ball at will. We've seen in recent games... Uh, call it a trend, if you will, uh, but Bob Slowick and that Alouette defense making adjustments at halftime and really shutting opponents down in the third and fourth quarters. And uh, you know what? It's it's about time uh, this Alouette defense uh, stepped up and tried to put uh, a full 60 minutes in, or at least uh, 30 minutes if uh, you wanted to take away for possession time of the offense. So the Alouettes are 8-6. and six. They have a plus-four points differential. And yet it seems like everyone around the league is looking at them and saying, you know, it looks like they might be having the most fun out of any of the teams. Do you feel that way too? I definitely believe that. I think they're definitely uh, the most fun team in the league, not the most talented team in the league. But, uh, but they're working on that, and they're uh, full of belief. And, yeah, the, uh, the point differential – and uh, the individual or team stats don't necessarily look uh, very good, uh, but they come up in big moments, and uh, they've been clutch uh, in the red zone, both on offense and defense, and uh, they're really buying in to uh, their underdog status, uh, to be in the cardiac kids of the league. And, yeah, you could say a lot of their wins have been by one score or uh, much, much less by the skin of their teeth. Uh, but they have a bunch of hard-fought 
uh, narrow uh, defeats as well, which could have gone either way. So we talked about this last time you were on the show, but and it's still true that Montreal, you know, they, they technically still have a shot to win the division. It is so minuscule, though, that it really doesn't even it exist. They're, they're going to be second. They're going to host the East semifinal, and it'll probably be Edmonton. So over these last few games then, what is there to accomplish for the Alouettes? Well, I think they do want to prove the defense can perform consistently. Vernon Adams, on the other hand, on offense, uh, is still a young quarterback, and and he's still learning the game. And when you look at some of the magic he's pulled off, uh, sometimes it's been in the face of some mistakes reading defenses. He's put some balls up for grabs uh, that weren't necessarily picked off. Got a really good uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio. Uh, but he's been very fortunate, and at times he's forced the ball into close coverage or even into double coverage uh, on intermediate and deep routes at times. Uh, so those are the kinds of things. There, there's still lots of polish in this uh, Alouette team game on on all three phases of the ball, frankly. Uh, special teams stepped up last game with a return touchdown, the Alouette debut of a former Argo, Mario Alford. Uh, so now he's got to prove that he is the answer because it, it has been a revolving door in the return game uh, for the Alouettes as well. So offense, defense, and special teams, yeah, they've still got much to prove. So looking at the Blue Bombers from your perspective, how did your view of the team change during the time that you saw them when they were in Montreal last month and then in the couple weeks since where they haven't been able to get a win? Yeah, I think it's uh, really uh, falls back to the quarterback position. We Streveler gave the Alouette's defense fits when he was at his best. Uh, and then there were times when Montreal was able to make him look, I thought, very ordinary. Uh, but again, it seems like uh, the bomber way, get uh, Harris's touches, that is always something that a quarterback uh, can fall back on, I think, or build upon. And uh, and that means uh, the Bombers with uh, with a good Streveler or a bad Streveler, I think, uh, can still be competitive. Was there any thoughts on Caleros joining the Blue Bombers across the league? You think, or is this just you know a guy that's coming in as an insurance policy and he probably won't play? Yeah, I guess uh, it's just been such a a tortured season for him, hasn't it? And uh, you know, you wish a guy like that would would just get healthy and get opportunity again. And maybe it uh, does come in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, I think around the league, uh, you know, no one likes to see uh, a guy forced out on those terms. Obviously, the weather forecast for Saturday is not good. It's been snowing all day today, and it's supposed to continue, and I think it's supposed to stay on the ground because it's not going to get warm enough. So would that and we'll leave you with this, suggest it's going to be a low-scoring grinder of a game with a lot of mistakes? <laughs> yeah, and the stakes that will lead to big plays, and the Alouettes, uh, uh, I'm sure, will still try and attack all portions of the field. Uh, so I won't be surprised to see some offensive snow angels uh, from the Alouette receiver core if they're given that opportunity. Well, Rick, I appreciate your time, and uh, we'll uh, enjoy the game on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. I'll go get my toque out. <laughs> yes, we'll be dressing warm. On Saturday, I'll be on the sidelines. Hooray! Just soaking it all in, literally, because I'll probably get wet.
Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell. Or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck. But Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?